Hello everyone, we are back with a new episode of the Nutty Talks with uh, BK and Nikki. Today, we have Jay. Jay is a traveler, adventurer, he has a lot of stories, he wrote a book. Enough of, enough of me saying about him, let me introduce Jay. Jay, Jay, what's up? How are you doing? Hey guys, how's it going? I'm honored to be on the show. Um, <laughs> we've, we've, been atten- we've been attempting to make this show happen for quite some time now. And I'm I glad that we're, uh, we're, we're finally getting it on, on. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I think first attempt was like last month or something like that. Yeah, it's been yeah. a month. Yeah. Everyone is being busy, traveling, man. If three travelers want to get together one time, it's really hard. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Well, we're here. We're here now. We're going to make here. this happen. We're going to make it. We're going to make a dope show. All right, Jay. Yeah. Jay, tell me about yourself. Let's... Uh, well, all right. So, I think about... Uh, I used to be a business guy before I got into this okay. whole travel world. Um, is about five and a half years ago, I owned a okay. commercial real estate company. All right. And, uh, you know, I was sitting at my desk one day and I just decided I didn't want to be in business anymore. Just like that. And um, I, I was sitting in front of my computer. I started looking at all the different options, things that I mm-hmm. could do. Okay. And, uh, and I found the Appalachian Trail. Oh, the Appalachian Trail. How long is it? Yeah. If people don't know. It's uh, t- 2,000 miles. It goes from Georgia to Maine. It's about the entire yes. east coast of the United States. Yes. yes. Wow. Did you do the whole trail? I did 25% of it. So I walked from 25%. West Virginia to Even Connecticut. That's... Yes. Because it, it takes five to six months to do the whole trail. Yes. Yeah, so I, I spent two months. Two months there. Okay. How was the experience? Was it your first, very first, um, like, let's say after figured out you don't want to be in business, that was the very first adventurous thing you done? Yeah. Yep. Okay. This was uh, this was me testing uh, the waters. Uh, I walked into my partner's <laughs> offices. Just testing the waters. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and said, hey guys, uh, you know what? I I'm uh, I'm about to leave. Uh, I'm gonna go hike the Appalachian Trail. And they look up and they say, hey, uh, okay, so you're gonna be back in like a week or how long is that gonna take? I'm like, well, yeah. I was like, you know, uh, I I don't honestly know. Um, at the time, I was thinking I was, yeah, you know, hey. Um, so. Uh, you know, I they said, man, you can't do that. I was like, well, uh, I'm going to. And you guys will just have to figure it out. Stop you. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I left. I came back. Um, and I had such an epic adventure. Uh, really, this pushed, pushed my uh, boundaries in so many different directions. Uh-huh. And really let me experience what living free was all about. Uh-huh. Um, you know, this, this sense of, I call it cosmic flow. 
okay. not having a particular plan, but just letting things happen to you. It's kind of like riding a wave, um, riding an experience wave, yes. I guess you could say. I'm going to and, you for a second. Yes. So to, to mm-hmm. people who don't know, Jay is also a yoga instructor and a meditation teacher. That's why he's going into all cosmic energy stuff. We'll get into later. Okay, continue, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no worries, no worries. Um, so, uh, you know, experiencing this was just magical for me. I would assume, yeah. Yeah. And I came back, and I was I was certain that this is the this is what I wanted to be doing for the next few years. Uh, and okay. I walked back into my partner's offices, and I said I was out. I'm like you guys got to buy me out. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> okay, you got your enlightenment. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Got his. <laughs> yeah. That that that's great. Actually, we me and Nikki were in Smoky uh, last month. We were, okay. we just touched the Appalachian Trail over there, like just uh, hike like a couple of miles. We actually met two more guys who were doing the Appalachian Trail. They, they were on the road for two months. So we yeah. met them, they, they hitchhiked with us and I dropped them off for a lunch in the Smoky, near the, near the Smoky Mountains. So that's how yep. I came to know about the Appalachian Trail, and yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that you also started it. <laughs> yeah, since that time I didn't know about this trail. So when mm-hmm. we met those two guys, they were like hiking during past two months, and I was surprised, and they were so hungry, and just asked us to give us give them a ride to that <laughs> this is so they can eat. I can't feel them because I am the same way. Like when I hike, I get super hungry. Like I have to eat something. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was a Vicky and I first production. Yeah, we got to know about it by then. Okay, anyway, back to you. So you did the Appalachian Trail, then you sold off your business, and you decided you want to travel. Then what did you do? Well, I had quite a bit of. Um things I had to do before I was able to like totally cut free from uh, my n- regular normal person life. So at the time I had uh, uh, a condo, a, ha- uh, a car, a boat. I had all of these um, possessions that now needed a place to go. Okay. Uh, so it took me, I would say about three months uh, to get everything sold and to put uh, wow. what I wasn't selling into storage. Okay. And then I loaded up a backpack and I headed for India. Oh, first up, guys, first, to India. Was that your yeah. first international travel to India? That, that was Why my first you... proper international <laughs> travel. Why did you pick India? My best friend is Indian, and I was sitting around with him one day thinking about where I could go that was totally different than what I knew, and he said, why don't you just go see my dad in India? I was like, well, that sounds like a good idea. I'll start there. That sounds like a plan. Okay, where in India? What state or city did you go in India? To Delhi is where I started. Okay, the capital city. 
Was it a shock for you? Say that again? Was it a cultural shock? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was definitely... uh, Delhi is probably the most different of any place that you... (laughs) There's just a (laughs) lot going on in Delhi. Oh, yeah. I I know. I've been there a couple of times. So, you you are in India. What What is the first thing you do? So I have a funny story, actually. Um, I'm coming out of the airport uh, to meet my friend's father, and I'm uh, I'm kind of scanning. I'm, I come out of the airport. It's in, you go out into a parking garage uh, where they have people kind of lined up waiting to meet uh, the, the arrivals. And I find his I find his father. I connect with him. We start walking to his car, and a dog runs past us and I and I look at him very very concerned and I say man uh, somebody lost their dog <laughs> and he's he's uh, he, he, he's staring at me uh, kind of trying to process what I'm just telling him as as another dog runs by and I say oh my god they had two dogs <laughs> on these dogs <laughs> And uh, he, 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 looks, he looks at me and shakes his head and then pats me on the back and says, you know, this is going to be a really long trip for you. <laughs> well, how, how long did you take to realize that there were sleep dogs? Uh, well, he, he explained afterwards that, uh, that, that that was a thing. I, we're not accustomed to stray dogs in, uh, you know, yeah, in the United States. States. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but that, that that's definitely a thing in, in uh, Delhi. In India, yeah. In India in general, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what are the other shocks that you get in India? One thing was the dog, uh, the other one. It's just very intense. Uh, everything is uh, like the volume is turned up a few notches more on everything. Yeah, it's pretty chaotic. I agree. Yeah. yeah. How, how, what do you think about the food, though? Oh, I love Indian food. I loved Indian food before I went. Um, okay. Yep. How about so the spice? I, I enjoy spice. The United States? How about the spice uh, you know, I think this, the the spice level. What I've started to figure out is that there is two different spices that we're talking about here. So uh-huh. there's spicy as in temperate, like it's uh, it's hot. It is It will burn your mouth. It's uh, spicy. Yeah. And then there's spicy with lots of spices in it. Yes. I totally yeah. agree. People don't understand. Like, see, a Mexican spiciness, hotness is different from Indian spiciness. Indian spiciness, Indian food has a lot of spices in it. It's not super, super hot. It's Correct. Not like a chili, it has spices Correct. in it. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so this was so how- definitely something I was learning to distinguish between when I was there because people would say it's very spicy. I'm uh-huh. I I love spicy food as in Mexican, you know, jalapeno pepper, yeah. you know, uh, habanero <laughs> pepper spicy. Uh, now there are some places in India where they do put peppers in the food. Um, uh-huh. But yes. as a general rule, I think in, when Indians say spicy, they mean 
it has a, a wide variety of spices uh, in spice it. Spice of cinnamon. Yeah. True. I totally agree. So, how long were you in India? I was in India one month. One month. So yeah. you covered north, south. Where else did you go? I went uh, from from Delhi. Actually, uh, there was a point I was there for about six days, maybe five days. Uh-huh. And I started trying to bribe dentists to hook me up to an oxygen mask. <laughs> Why because that? I because I didn't feel like I could get a complete breath of air, which is like how polluted the <laughs> air was in Delhi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is so true. Delhi is one of the most uh, polluted cities right now in the world. So each each breath I was taking in, I feel like it was eighty percent of a breath. So after a whole day, um, I would feel like I just like I was out of breath. <laughs> yeah, that's true. India needs to get yeah. over the pollution. Yeah. All right. So and so uh, so after about six days of that, uh, I headed up to Mustiri. Um, okay. and then from Musiri to Rishikesh. Oh, amazing place. I love that place. Yeah. Rishikesh so is very special. Yes. Yeah. So, is, is that the way you learned uh, yoga and meditation, Rishikesh? Uh, I, I learned some. Um, I would say that uh, throughout my travels, I uh, have uh-huh. sort of been spiritual in nature so I tend to uh-huh. find myself sleeping in monasteries and ashrams uh-huh. and temples and having many okay. conversations with holy people yeah yeah what one thing people don't realize like I I have slept in temples and monasteries a lot of times and they're free and this is a very good way to travel as well because you're not spending much absolutely and they they generally feed you as well Ah, um, all the prashad. So, food yeah, is also yeah. free. Yeah, <laughs> vegetarian yeah. food, but it, it is free. Delicious vegetarian yeah. food. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. And uh, always made with love. And oh, um, if you are, if you are um, somebody on a spiritual journey or interested <laughs> in religion, uh, uh-huh. it's very, uh, very interesting conversation. Um, I don't. I don't feel that anybody ever pushed me to to make me believe what they believe. Um, uh-huh. And I never tried to push any of my beliefs on anyone that I've met. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. But in each place that I would be, I, I approached it with curiosity, and I found that um, everyone that I've ever met um, has been very wonderful in sharing um, their their story with me. Hmm. That's uh, that is amazing. So yeah. you, you 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 were there in India for a month. One month. Go ahead. One month. Okay. <laughs> so after that, what? So India is done. You got some food. Yep. Oh, India, India, India is done, and then I went <laughs> to Nepal. Nepal. Oh, neighboring country. Amazing mountains. Yep. Yep. What did you do there? So I was in Nepal for three months. And pretty much covered all the ground that you could cover in Nepal. It's a very small country. Yes. 
Um, I hiked uh, to the Annapurna Base Camp. Oh, the cool. M- M- Mount Everest Base Camp. How long did that take? Uh, Annapurna Base Camp was, I think, 10 days. Mount Everest uh-huh. Base Camp was like 12 or 13 days. So did you do it with a, a group or by yourself? No, just by myself. Amazing man, that's amazing. Clap for that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> the uh, you know, I was I was quite intrigued. So I would speak with people along the way, and many of them had had gone with a group where they had hired uh, a Sherpa to to tell them where to go. Uh-huh. And I was confused a bit because when you go there, you will uh-huh. see that the path to Mount Everest is a one-way path. Yes. I mean, there's, there's, there's nowhere else to go. So I couldn't really understand why people would pay for a guide um, mm-hmm. uh, for that. But oh. yeah, so I, I carried my own pack and, and didn't use a guide. <laughs> well, if you have money, you can spend on it and Sherpas do need to become a main, main part of our occupation in Nepal. So it's good for them. Mm-hmm. If you have money, go ahead. If you don't have and you want to do it by yourself, Go ahead for do that too. Sure. Yeah. So, sure. so, 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 we can go through every country. So, how many countries totally did you go till now? I want to say that it's uh, like 27, 28, something, maybe 29. Um, yeah, we could, we, we, we could, I could list them off really fast. Um, and then you can <laughs> okay, go ahead. In three, <laughs> right. two, one, go. Okay, so India, Nepal, All right. All right. China, yeah. uh, Philippines, Mongolia, oh, Mongolia. Russia, ah. Finland, Russia. Sweden, Finland. Mm-hmm. Denmark, All Holland, right. Germany, okay. Okay. Romania, Spain, okay. South Africa. Oh, big uh, okay. Canada. All right. Mexico. Okay. Argentina. Uh-huh. Chile. All right. And Peru. Peru. Okay, I see. Like you went up and then west and then yep. came down again to the south again. Wait a yep. second, you went from Spain to South Africa. There's a whole big continent. That's a big jump there. What's the story behind yep. it? Uh, it, I just thought I was lucky enough to find a cheap flight going that direction. Ah, always cheap flight. You gotta hop in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I, I gave you. I go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I found uh, that I gave you uh, Philippines and China in the wrong order. So I went to Philippines first and then China. But uh-huh. uh, so all, from China to Germany, I hitchhiked. Wow. China to Germany. How Wait, long China, does it take from China to Germany? Germany's over there. That, so that was about a year. Um, wow. Yeah. A year of hitchhiking. See, yeah. Hitchhiking is hard. Like, you need to stay on the road for at least 15 minutes. Like, when I try hitchhiking, it will take at least 15 to 30 minutes to get me a ride. Yeah, I, 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 would say, <laughs> I would say 15 minutes is pretty average. 
we have to simulate it that way. And you probably yep. cross multiple countries using hitchhiking. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So I've, uh, in addition to hitchhiking from China to Germany, I mm-hmm. I flew to Anchorage, Alaska, and hitchhiked from Anchorage, Alaska to Seattle, Washington. So that's the whole width of uh, or the length of Canada. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I flew to Ushuaia, which is the last city in South America, and I uh-huh. hitchhiked from Ushuaia to Lima, Peru. So you are oh. a professional hitchhiker. What's your tip for hitchhiking? Wow. Yeah. And actually, so as uh, as maybe we'll get more into uh, in a little bit, uh, uh-huh. I've started to mon- monetize travel. So I actually uh, I act as a tour guide, and I'm the oh. only person in the world that I know of that offers hitchhiking as a tour. Oh, <laughs> hitchhiking as a tour! Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Tell me more That's about it. Uh, well, so the, I, in South America, I started uh, putting together the infrastructure, uh, marketing, and kind of advertising myself as uh, some with some of my travels and my experience, some of the places that I've been, and I decided to float a tour that was uh, basically essentially seven days hitchhiking with a pro. Oh. Wow, that is interesting. Never heard, never read anything about it. I've I've never heard anything about something like that either. <laughs> and uh, so I, I was a little bit, uh, you know, I I didn't know if anybody would uh, want to do that. And I, I, so I sold my first uh, package trip, uh, hitchhiking from Santiago, Chile, into Argentina, and then back into Chile in the Atacama Desert. Wow, that's amazing! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Right. So one way to monetize it, if anyone is listening, it's like it. Learn from the pro. Yeah. Yep. So, so Jay, you've been you've been uh, traveling 29 countries, a professional hitchhiker, yoga master. Oh. So, what was the most scariest thing that happened to you, and what was that? Can you expand on that uh, memory or that experience? So, the scariest thing, um, uh-huh. which was only scary at the time. Uh, now, in hindsight, I get kind of uh, <laughs> I, get, I, get, I laugh about it. <laughs> laugh about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, this was um, the day that I decided to leave Delhi uh-huh. for Musiri. My intention was to book a train uh, ticket, which would have cost me about ten dollars, yeah, maybe seven dollars, something like this. Yeah. And so I go to the uh, go to the train station, uh, standing mm-hmm. in line, and I, a police officer in full uniform with a gun uh-huh. comes up <laughs> and 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 pulls me out of the line. Why? And and he speaks perfect English. Uh, and he says, "You're you're in the wrong line. Um, the train, or the the bus station, sorry, train station is closed today." And I said, "Closed? Okay. What are all these people doing in the line? Uh-huh. That they're getting refunds." Oh. Said, ah. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. So he's like, "Yeah, yeah, come here." And he taps on the window and he starts speaking in Hindi. And then he uh-huh. turns to me and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Uh, 
yeah, trains are canceled today. You need to go to the tourist office and ask them okay. how they can help you. Okay. So, you know, I'm like, well, all right, I guess I'm going to do that. And uh, so he tells me that it's going to cost, um, let's say he said it was going to cost 300 rupees to get to the okay. tourist office from the train station via tuk-tuk. And okay. I was, I was certain that I would be charged more than that, <laughs> certain. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, he's like, no, no, don't pay more than three hundred rupees. So okay. I go walking out of the train station, and a guy, a tuk-tuk driver, comes running up to me, and he says, "I'll take you anywhere you want to go, three hundred rupees." <laughs> okay. And uh, so I thought that was odd, and I was like, oh, I, because I knew it was a good deal uh, uh-huh. from what I had paid previously. Okay. And um, so he takes me to this place. Uh, it's a retail strip uh, mall storefront, and it says okay. tourist office on the top of it in very okay. big letters. All right. Seems seems official. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I sit down at a desk. The customer service agent shows me a computer screen that says all of the trains are canceled. Uh-huh. And then says the only way for me to get to where, where I want to go is to buy a plane ticket or to take a taxi. Okay. Um, so essentially, they end up selling me a one hundred dollar taxi ride. Right. It's about an Delhi eight, eight, eight from Delhi to Mysore. Oh wow! You are doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And wow. um, I was wow. I was so determined to leave. Uh-huh. That I just said fuck it and uh, and and paid, right? Uh-huh. Um, okay. So I'm 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 in this taxi and I I actually had a, a SIM card uh, from for India, and so I start uh-huh. googling while I'm in the taxi like about this whole train closure because it just doesn't uh-huh. seem right. Yeah. And I read a thread talking about this exact thing happening to a bunch of other travelers. That it's like a, a like a scam, like a, a scam they do quite often. Oh, wait! I never heard about this. Yeah. So, wow. uh, so my imagination starts running wild because it doesn't really talk in the threads about what happens to people. It just uh-huh. says that they got scammed, or it's people talking about be careful with the police. If, train station um, oh. so now I invent a story in my head that this uh-huh. guy is like kidnapping me <laughs> okay. so th- this is this is a this is an eight hour long taxi ride yeah, and so I throw I, I throw the GPS up on my phone so that I can check and make sure he doesn't go off of the route uh-huh. to get us to Masiri And uh-huh. I was super tired and had to just keep myself awake this entire time. Okay. I was freaking out inside. Okay. Um, and then we stopped a couple of times. He offered to buy me food. Uh, I refused uh, to take uh-huh. the food because I thought maybe he like put drugs in it. <laughs> okay. And so this is well, this is the very Western mentality that I was bringing to. To yeah, traveling. Once yeah, once you scan, your your mind is on alert mode. Okay. Right, right. So um, we end up 
we end up getting mostly you know, almost to Musiri, and he stops at a liquor store and buys mm-hmm. a bottle of liquor and starts drinking for the the last portion of the ride. And he was, he ends up being a very nice taxi driver. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Wait, and he dropped drinking while he was driving. Yes. Damn. Okay. Yep. Um. <laughs> so he ends up getting me to the hostel uh, that I had booked, okay. and um, you know, all is well. You're, However, you're not kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I and so and I was not kidnapped. Um. <laughs> so yeah, this was this was definitely quite the definitely experience. Ki- yeah. When it's an eight-hour ride, your mind starts running wild. <laughs> I can yeah. totally imagine. Oh yeah. wow, that's a, that's an intense experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay, that was your most scariest experience. So, what about mm-hmm. your most breathtaking experience? For you? So, like, oh wow. So, what was your most breathtaking experience among your travels? Yeah, that one's kind of hard. Um, uh, yeah, I know. I've had I've, <laughs> uh, I've had about three and a half years of travel. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you know, I I would say that the the best experience was the experience itself. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, the the lessons I learn, the things that I take away. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's really difficult to point at one. Uh, experience and say, yeah, that was the one. Um, <laughs> Whatever comes yeah. into your mind. Whatever comes into my mind. Okay, uh, in the, Nepal, uh, I had started to uh, have a little road romance oh, with okay. this uh, Portuguese uh, girl. Oh, nice. And we hitchhiked quite a bit around uh, Nepal. And mm-hmm. we had found out about a place called Rani Ghat. Okay. Uh, which apparently what used to be the Taj Mahal of Nepal. Oh, okay. And it had fallen into disrepair. Uh, it was kind of uh, in ruins a little bit. And there, there were some workers that were... Mm-hmm. Putting, doing, you know, like uh, cutting some some blocks and bricks, and it looked like they were living in an encampment down the river okay. from where this structure was. Uh-huh. And we uh, we found this and decided uh-huh. that we were going to take it over. Uh huh. Um, so we convinced the the workers that we had bought the uh, the structure and that they were now our employees. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and and we took we we took up residence in our new castle Um, oh okay yes uh, now the the roof the the, the roof was kind of leaky and so we ended up sleeping in the in our tent Um, Uh but for 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 a solid 48 hours we were the owners of 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 a castle Oh. Right on the uh, right on the river, and we would wow. get up in the morning and go swimming. The uh, the work the workers would make us chai tea. Oh wow! 
I have read this uh, book about uh, psychedelics and uh, I met a friend who actually went to Ecuador to do the three days ayahuasca, the, the tribal ceremony and I, I, mm-hmm. in my mind like I gotta try it, I need to try it, it's, it's an amazing experience and how he explained it to me, just like mm-hmm. you know what, I, I'm gonna try it. All right. Well, uh, I guess I, I'll tell you and, and, and your uh, listeners that um, this coming March, so that'll be March of uh, 2020, I will be hosting an ayahuasca retreat oh, wow. in That's Spain. In yeah. Spain, if anyone wants to go, yeah. Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we, <laughs> we are flying a shaman from Ecuador to okay. uh, Spain. And this shaman, his uh, his whole family is involved with plant medicine. Um, he spent his entire childhood uh, learning about plant medicines and um, shamanism within his community. And his fa- his uh, family are the shamans for their community in Ecuador. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's amazing. All mm-hmm. right. Okay, uh, before ending the show, uh, I want to talk a little bit about your book. So, when did you sure. decide that you want to write a book? Like, how did the thought come in? And how did you proceed with it? So, it's an interesting story. Uh, the book is called uh-huh. The Frugal Nomad. Available Frugal Nomad. in uh, bookstores worldwide. Uh, okay. Or on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. Uh-huh. And... It originally started as a collection of emails that okay. people people would, would email me and ask questions uh, while okay. I was traveling. So they would see on uh-huh. Facebook and social media, hey, this guy is doing some cool stuff, and they would ask me questions. Okay. So what I did is I put together, I would copy and paste the answer that I gave oh. to the question into a really long note. Okay. And I was keeping track of all of the answers because I was getting questions repeatedly. Uh, so I would get the same, same question. And it was easier while traveling just to copy and paste uh, out of my note. <laughs> yes, true. And so when I got back, I threw that note into uh, Microsoft Word, uh-huh. uh, thinking that I would put together a small document as a giveaway on my website. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, just for the homepage, you know, download this free ebook. Okay. The Word document ended up being about 30 pages long. Okay. Uh, in a in a very disorganized, you know, cut and paste yeah. fashion. Okay. And when I got it all organized into an outline and started uh, filling in kind of sentences mm-hmm. and paragraphs that would connect different ideas mm-hmm. and topics. I ended okay. up with about 50 pages or so. And um, at that point, I really, I, I looked at it and I said, you know, I think this is actually um, worthy of being a published book. Hmm. Okay. And um, so I sent the book out to 10 of my friends that I had met um, who were also solo travelers. Okay. And uh, a mixture of uh, both men and women. Mm-hmm. And asked them what they thought uh, should be in a book geared towards somebody who's leaving for a trip, what do they wish somebody would have told them before they left? Okay. 
And so we compiled all these different topics and ideas, mm -hmm. and we filled out about another 60 pages. So I think the book is around 115 pages or mm -hmm. so. And it's geared towards getting you on the road as fast as possible okay. with all the shit you need. Uh -huh. Giving you the tools to make sure that you don't spend more than thirty dollars a day. That's amazing. Yeah. I yeah. I just started it. I'm gonna let you know what my thoughts after reading it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. All right, guys. That was uh, Jay. Jay, what's the full name? Like I never know. We all call you Jay. <laughs> my, uh, my my full name is Jared Curry. Uh, but, Jared uh, Curry. Yes, I, I would say for the past uh, 10, 12 years now, uh, uh, most people okay. just call me Jay. All right, we'll speak to Jay then. So that was Jay, a world traveler, a professional hitchhiker, an author, uh, a meditation teacher. Uh, those are the few things that I know about. If you want to follow Jay, you can follow him at what's your Instagram. Or, uh, uh, you, you, can, you, you can get in touch with me from my website. Um, jcurry.guru that's letter j c u r r i e dot g u r u jcurry.guru and you can buy his book uh, frugal nomad available uh, everywhere practically yep all right with that we're gonna end this show well, thank you guys. Thank, thank you, BK. Thank, thank you, Nikki. You so um, and and I look forward. And I look forward to sitting down with both of you and hearing more. Uh, I know we were talking about my travels today, but I'd like to sit and hear about more of your travels as well. All right, we're gonna do that too. All right, man. Jay, take it. Take it easy. Have okay. a good one. Have a good, Nikki, have a good night. See you guys. Take care, both of you. Episode. See ya. Bye. Bye.